What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. What's Up Whittier? Dun, 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 dun. Remo. Yes, Jesse. I've gotten a request already. COVID Jesse. COVID. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got masked up Jesse. I've gotten a request that uh, somebody wants to take over your tan-tan-tan uh, intro. Good luck. That's what I'm saying. Who's, who's that? My daughter. Oh. Is she really? <laughs> yeah. So so uh, last time I was playing it in the car, and uh, and she goes, so she started going into it, man. She goes, I go, um, wait, it sounds pretty good. She goes, yeah, uh, tell Remo that uh, I can oh, start really? taking his introduction. Uh, I was like, you might have to pay him out. <laughs> He's gonna charge you royalties on it. You could, uh, yeah. It's like the "Let's Get Ready to Rumble" guy. Yes, yes. yeah. I don't even know his name, but yeah. it's Michael. Uh, Michael, uh, what's his name? Buffer. 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 Yeah. yeah. Buffer. And his brother is the one that says it is time. That's right. Which is crazy. Like yeah. both brothers are in that business. It's, it's so, a monopoly, man. Tell your daughter it's it's whatever it is, trademark, copyrighted, whatever yes. it is. It's send me a check. You're the Michael Buffer of the Whittier podcast. Yeah, yeah of the yeah. dun dun dun. dun. <laughs> um. Uh, so today we're off location again. Yeah, um, it's actually a nice little space, which is better than my office. Yeah, or the yeah, air conditioning, aka studio. Yes. Yeah. Tell us where we're at. Well, we're uh, at the city hall. This is where I've come. I've, I've came and got yelled at by many people different times. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's going to change as of today. No, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. So no, we're at city hall with the uh, city manager of Whittier, Brian. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Brian, for those that don't know you, um, obviously you've been here, was it two years already? Yeah. Years? Uh, I started, my first day here was December uh, 9th, uh, 2019. 19. Yeah. 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 Um, obviously, you've been here several years now, but those that don't, for for those that don't know you, uh, just give us a quick introduction of, sure. of who you are and uh, where are you coming from? Sure. I thank you for the opportunity. Um, we've been talking about this for a while, and so I'm glad we were able to finally connect. Um, I wish we could have done this earlier, just because it's. I think it's. Been, it would have been beneficial to, when I first started to to get you know let people know who I'm at, what I'm all about. Um, I've been the CM here since uh, December of 19. Um, prior to coming to Whittier, I was the city manager uh, in the city of Covina for three years. Before that, I was a city manager in the city of San Fernando. Uh, for three years. Um, I've worked for a handful of other communities um, over the probably last 25 years. I've been in local government, uh, ranging from you know communities like Arcadia and Rosemead to Downey. I worked in Cypress and Chino Hills for a little bit um, and uh, decided that I wanted to be a city manager in, for, in 2000, starting in about 2014. And so here I'm at. Here I am. I'm uh, I have an undergrad degree from Cal Poly in urban regional planning. I have a master's degree in public admin from Cal State Northridge. Uh, married, two kids. Um, I'm a hooper. Um, I play golf. Um, and, uh, you know, just very happy to be here. Uh, it's a really exciting time in Whittier. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it sounds like you, your whole career you've been on the uh, kind of uh, public side, right? It's yeah, I mean, for the for the majority of my work life, it's been in. The, I've worked in the public sector, yeah. yeah, which is a lot different, right? When you talk about public and private and responsibilities, I mean, for those that don't know what a city manager does, what, what does that entail? It's a, it's a good question. I, I get asked it often, and I think in its simplest form, um, the city of Whittier. If you look at it from a business, um, you have the board of directors, which are the city council, and they're elected by the people. The city council hires two people uh, to run their everyday operations. They hire the city attorney who handles all of their legal issues and legal matters, and then they hire me to run everything else, so um, directly and indirectly. And so I oversee seven different departments, ranging from the police department, public works, park and rec- parks and recreation, community development, as you know very well. Yes. Um, we'll get there. I, I, see, <laughs> I see Jesse at City Hall all the time. Um, and... Uh, um, so I'm charged with you know managing the day-to-day operations of the of the of the city, and um, so that's probably where the similarities end with you know between public and private sector work. Um, we are stewards of the taxpayer dollar, public. So you know um, we have a different mission. We don't we're not here making widgets. We're here providing service, yeah. and so that's probably that definitely the f- 
you know the fundamental difference between the two. But um, you know, I try to um, instill sort of a run the organization um, from a private sector perspective as much as I possibly can. Um, very fiscally conservative. Um, you know, I basically you know make sure that the organization is running like I do my own house from a financial perspective, right? Um, like it's my own money, my own checkbook. Uh, and so we don't spend more than we make. Um, and we make sure that we're good stewards of the public dollar. And, um, you know, but, but our, our, our mission is service. And so that's, that's what we do here every day. Yeah. Is that something that as you went to other cities, do you see that hard to do, uh, spend less than what you make? No, it's actually quite easy uh, to to spend less than what we make because we. It, it's not like you can just take loans out and mm-hmm. and do things like that, right? It's it's you have what you have, yeah. and so um, for many many years, really up until this year, probably so probably for twenty four years of my career, it's been in that mode where it's been cut and save and do things better. And in my last two organizations, I remember walking around city hall, shutting off lights when people go home just because it got that tight. Um, we're fortunate now, you know, we've got an, you know, infusion of cash from the federal government. Um, the economy's, you know, um, very, very strong. And so we're doing better, but that's always sort of instilled, um, in us as, you know, public servants. And that is, you know, you have, you can't spend more than you make. And so, um, it's easy to do because, we, you know, doing this for as long as I have, you know, where you can cut, where you can still provide the services that the, the community and businesses expect. Um, and then where, and so where that, that can't happen, right? It's where it starts to affect and you have to make difficult decisions, um, about service delivery. And, you know, for what it's worth, the city council, um, is very conservative fiscally in, in nature. And so we're in a very good financial position because of that. Not just this council, councils have passed. Um, so it's, we're in, we're in good shape right now, Whittier. Are refund property tax checks coming back? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> funny. It's when you ask that because I I get that a lot too in sales tax too, right? You know, we are a very low property tax city. Um, it's it's a super convoluted explanation of how that works, but Whittier is on the very low end on what we get from property taxes. Every community is different in LA County, yeah. um, and it happened many many years ago um, as it was determined on what you needed, what the city was wanted back from the dollar, from every property tax dollar, uh-huh. we're like 7%. Some cities are 11, 12, 14%. Yeah. So um, it's a small piece of the pie. Yeah, because yeah, all the money that gets taken out, it's it's taken out, but you get a percentage, right? So it's not like you gain the 100% of, of taxes. No, no. We yeah. we get, generally speaking, we get one, 7% of 1%. Yeah. So you, know, you do that math, right? 7% of 1%. Yeah. And that, that, so that's what comes to the city. Everything else goes to, you know, all the other taxing agencies. The, the, the you know, the community pays for its fire service through yeah. property taxes. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a small percentage, but luckily we're really financially diverse. We don't, we're not super dependent upon one particular funding source, although property tax and sales tax are our primary revenue sources. Yeah. So, um, obviously we talked about you coming in in 2019, which was, pretty much the start of COVID. Um, uh, tell us about that whole, I guess, transition, if you call it a transition. Uh, uh, it probably didn't feel like a transition. It felt like, like you were just thrown into the middle of something, and here you go, pick up and go. And you're doing <laughs> it from home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's funny. We didn't really, you know, it, it's this kind of work, and that's maybe another a difference with, you know, this us in the private sectors. We, we didn't do it from home. Um, yeah. You know, we, I was here, you know, I've been here every day. Uh, we all have been here every day working hard just because the, the things that we provide, the services that we provide, we can't do from home, right? Jess, you can attest to this, right? We had to get creative in how you submitted plans. You put yeah. them in a box downstairs and um, it was crazy time. And, and you're absolutely right. I sat on the dice. Funny, we had our first in public meeting in over two, in about two years last, this Tuesday. That's right. And I sat up on the dais and I'm like, this feels so new to me because yeah. I thought about it. I'm like, I'd only been on that seat for about four or five meetings, right? And wow. I've been here two, almost two and a half years, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, so when the pandemic hit in March of 20, um, everything uh, was turned upside down, you know, obviously for everybody in the world, but in particular public service because we had to be able to continue to provide what we were doing every day in a way that, 
you know, our employees were safe and the community was safe. And so very proud of the organization. We pivoted and worked real closely with the Chamber of Commerce and the Uptown Association and the Improvement District in Uptown, as well as all of our other businesses uh, in town and uh, provided business support because they were the ones that were, you know, um, hit the hardest. And then, you know, we had PPE. It just our whole service delivery model had to change because, you know, we were used to doing it in person, touching, shaking yeah. hands, you know, and providing the service. And so we had to do it differently. Um, that was the biggest uh, challenge for us. And, um, you know, what I, it's funny. What we have fit, learned is that there are some things that we can, can do differently and be as efficient, but others that we know for sure, no matter what happens, yeah. it has to happen the way that it has been for past thousand years. Yeah. So, it, it was it was challenging, um, you know. We were able to, to to basically morph the organization into something that still provided the services um, that everybody expected, um, and you know here we are on the other side um, with a better understanding of how we do things and why we do things and what things cost. Um, and I think it's you know ultimately the beneficiaries of all that are you guys, the community businesses, yeah. because we're able to do things more efficiently now. Yeah. What are some of those um, efficiencies that came out of COVID that you say, hey, you know, obviously there's a tragedy behind it and all the lives sure. lost. However, from it, there was obviously lessons learned. Is sure. there anything that you that sticks out to you where you say, you know what, this is something that came out of this? this yeah, pandemic? I think the biggest um, takeaway for us um, beyond beyond the lot, you know, the tragedies, as you were saying, you know, in the community, loss of life, people getting sick and businesses closing down was the. Um, what we've done in Uptown um, in conjunction with, again, the Uptown Association and the Improvement District, and that is the promenade, albeit right now there's some, you know, varying feelings on the promenade. But um, I think we were very creative um, in what we were doing, what we've done at the promenade, and being able able to allow very quickly, um, you know, businesses to come out to the public right away. Um, See, for us, and it sounds very, it sounds bureaucratic, and it I guess it kind of is, but again, we, we have to, you know, protect the, the taxpayer dollar. And so every public street, sidewalk, everything that is owned by the city or by the public, by you, all the taxpayers, we have to protect. And so we don't normally, we never allow folks to come out to the public right away without a whole bunch of protections, yeah. you know, um, indemnifications and permits and all those things. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't happen. And so we were able to do that very quickly. And that, to me, was one of the biggest takeaways for us is that, okay, you see how it is now. Should that be more permanent or should be, you know, kind of a hybrid situation, right? And so that's one of the major takeaways from us. Plus, you know, how we dealt with businesses in general, how we dealt with the community um, from the city, on the, from city hall or city services perspective, um, the way that we use technology to help people pay bills and, you know, submit plans electronically through building safety and planning. Um, even on the PD side of things where you're very, you know, it's a very you know, hands-on type of profession um, on the record side and all those other, you know, non-sworn services um, we were able to, 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 to take advantage of technology. So those are probably the biggest takeaways for us is the ability to, to take advantage of technology and kind of, you know, morph how we do things um, to use technology to, you know, all of our advantage. Well, now that you guys are officially back open, is there certain things that you dropped where you said, you yeah. know what, we like the way we did it during yeah. this time, that we're not going back there? No, no, not really. Um, we have, you know, other than like online bill paying and, yeah. you know, the submittal of projects and things online, that I think is going to be here in perpetuity. But, um, you know what the pandemic exposed to was how much people did need to come into city hall. I'll give you a, a yeah. good example: uh, water bills. Yeah. Right. I pay my water bill every couple. Yeah. And when it was closed, do you come like, here? Yeah, every time because I come here often. So yes. I go downstairs and pay yeah. my water bills. And so we we had to more, that we had to like take them in you know through a plexiglass yeah. thing out. Remember? Yeah. And, yeah. and you you have a, a lot of established people that have been paying water bill coming here. So when you said okay, you can pay online, they're like. No, I have. Give me my, yeah. what is that, third of a sheet strip yeah. that you put your name and yeah. your address and you hand yeah. it over? And it was archaic on some levels because yeah. it was still very, you know, yeah. manual. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I think we've morphed to, to continue to be able to do that. But, you know, 
there's not a whole lot that – like for us, you know, I know private sector, a lot of businesses are not even going back to their offices anymore because mm-hmm. the pandemic said, hey, you know, you don't have to be there anymore. Yeah. But for us, we have to be here. I mean yeah. that's the expectation and that's – you know, it, it's not something that we can do from home. And so um, there's a whole lot – there's probably 95 percent of the, th- the things that we still do the same way that we have been and we always will. The 5 percent like we talked about will still be able to do, do, to do a little bit differently. But – I like being back here. Yeah. When when did you guys officially reopen the doors for the public to come back in here? Was it just recent or No, no. So we've so we closed City Hall and it's like completely uh back in like uh April, May of 20 for about a week. And then we opened back up again. But it was by appointment, mm-hmm. but the public was allowed to be at City Hall and all of our buildings quite frankly, but we had to get time to get, you know, all of the plexiglass separators yeah. and all those things in place and the social distancing yeah things, all that because i remember coming in what you hear and they scan you multiple right times. remember that and they yeah. put it in an ipad yeah. and so yeah we were one of the first cities to do that um and so we've been technically open to the public in a in a differing manner kind of a hybrid manner since um may of of 2020 full opening um without doing any of those things probably in the last month yeah, so it's just it's business as usual here. Yeah, yeah. which is great because a lot of cities and counties, and you know, Jesse goes into many places or used to go in many places. They're still working virtually, which yeah. is just kind of disappointing because sometimes you know you need just a quick answer and writing an email. You're not going to be able to articulate right. yourself as you were if you were standing in front of someone yeah. and saying you're pointing out whatever it is and you get it done quicker. Yeah, no, so. it's it's, a, it's every community is different. Um, I think the standard here in Whittier and the expectation is different than other yeah. communities. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. So what, um, I mean, can we go into like, uh, updates of the city and, and sure. kind of what to expect, what's coming down the, the line here? Yeah. I know we talked about, uh, or you mentioned Uptown. Uh, you want to give us a quick update of, of where, where that's going or, or what sure. should we expect in the next couple of months? Sure. So on Tuesday night, so this has been a long time coming, really since the pandemic, as I mentioned earlier about the promenade. Um, there's a couple of, of uh, pretty significant um, projects that are pending there in the promenade or in, in Uptown. The first is the streetscape, right? And that yeah. is basically the public area along Greenleaf be- from Hadley to essentially Wardman. Um, I know you guys have been around here for a while, so you you remember when we were talking about the streetscape plan about you know putting new park benches and redoing the sidewalks and the landscaping and all those things. So that's still part of it. Um, but, um, it's going to morph into something greater. Uh, so the council on Tuesday night, um, approved a contract with a, um, a design firm to come up with two different, um, design options for the promenade. One that would keep the street closed as it is now, um, with the exception of being able to allow f- t- for traffic for emergency vehicles and for special events like the parade. And then another option that would allow for more frequent daily um, north-south traffic along Greenleaf, maybe with some temporary closures on the weekends. Mm. So, you know, they want all the information that they can get so that they can make a d- more informed decision as we get closer or towards the end of design. So we'll see what happens with that. Very exciting. Um, I know I hear this all the time, and that is, you know, oh, we've been talking about that for 25 years, yeah. right? Um, and I can tell you this right now. Something is going to happen in Uptown. There is specific millions of dollars specifically earmarked for Uptown by the city council. Um, and so we're going to do something up in Uptown. Um, the second is a... Uh, a big housing project in Uptown. It's uh, 300 plus units uh, of uh, housing. There will be a portion of it will be affordable, um, which we hear a lot from from folks that have kids that want their kids to live in town, continue to live in town. They're just priced out, you know. Yeah. Based, you guys know that, right? You know, just the average, the median home price in, in the city of Whittier is, you know, probably 85 percent, you know, more than it was. Um, just a few years ago. And so that what does that mean? That means our kids can't live where they grew up. And so the affordable component, albeit like about 30 or so percent of it, um, will be, you know, provide those opportunities for our kids to live in town. And then the other 70 or so percent will be market rate. And, you know, there's a lot of, um, I guess, concern about what, why, right? Because we're getting a lot of housing proposed all over town, not just in Uptown, all but, along the boulevard. But the one you're, you're specifically talking about, is it is it in Uptown? Or yeah, it's it? Alpha Beta, but the oh, old, the Alpha the old, the old okay. Alpha Beta, and yeah. then a bunch of the city-owned parking lots and public areas. 
Also, it's a combination, so it's not oh, just yeah. one site. It's pro- it's uh, I think um, I don't quote me on this, but it's probably like uh, nine or ten different sites. Okay, in but total. they're all touching. It's it's right next to Chicken no. Coop and all the way. That's to just one site. That's just oh, one site. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, maybe nine or ten, maybe like six. So they're kind of you know um, you know the friends of the library bookstore. Yeah, right there at Comstock, and that's what uh, Philly. Yeah. Um, so it's it's the parking lot behind there, um, the Rite Aid parking lot, the multi deck, um, and a couple of other lots. And so um, it is. Uh, it's 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 you know the consideration is for all of those all of those properties to be developed. And so nice. the council we, we just met with the council in closed session on Tuesday, and we will bring in a be bringing a recommendation for a master developer. Um, approval of a master developer on in March, March twenty second. Right. So, again, it, you, know, you kind of get to the, the 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 crux of the you know some of the concern with the community is that why more housing, you know, in uptown rooftops are going to help the businesses on oh, Greenleaf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and so um, you know they'll they'll be there you know having dinner and shopping and doing all those things. So that's the hope, and so. You know, you'll start to see all that. So, so from a timing perspective, um, the streetscape project could we could be under construction probably in the next twelve to eighteen months. The housing, um, the housing project, probably right around that same timeline. So, a lot of exciting. So, it's gonna be a big yellow tape all around uh, uptown for all the improvements and, and things and then going you're on. You're gonna get everyone complaining that I can't you're right. <laughs> You're right. You're well, talking to two housing people that you know. If I was up to me, I'll build houses everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> all right? So I'm yeah. all. I mean the one the one item the, the one project uh, and I don't know if you're going to mention it or not but that was completed recently was a parking structure. Yeah. I mean there was there was a lot of pushback when that first started and same thing that project's been around for several years before it even got started and now that it's complete I mean what are your thoughts on on the parking structure is it you like it not don't like it or I think it's ugly. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no I, you know I, I yeah, I've been around uptown, so I just I know where to park quicker. And so for me, I don't like going to parking structures just because I never have. Now, granted, when I go to Mimos and I can't find parking, I park there and I walk over. Yeah. To it's convenient. Yeah. yeah. Um, but generally speaking, I'm, I'm you know there's enough parking on the street, and, and that obviously would change when you have um, more development, more housing. I, you know, I think housing in uptown is great because when people live here. It just the community is just going to grow so much more, and yeah. people are going to take care of the streets because it's where you live, not just where you're going to go get a beer or get a sandwich mm-hmm. and just leave afterwards. So no, it's a micro economy once you bring yeah. people in. But for me, the parking structure—it's when I actually have uh, uh, friends of mine to meet me in Uptown for dinner. I usually point them to that parking structure because yeah. it's a lot easier to find parking. Yeah. Uh, plus, for me, it, it's centrally located to where you could park one place and just you know walk yeah. around and, and still enjoy the the area. So, um, obviously, right now I'm, I'm giving you the trade secrets because uh, as soon as I mention this, everybody start parking there. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> you can always find parking, man. It's a yeah, it's a big it's a big structure. Yeah, yeah. 351, 351 spaces. Yeah. Um, and you're right; it was many years in the making. Yeah. Um, I particularly am a fan of it. I think that um, especially when we start to develop. Some of these other lots, you know, that's the goal is to push people to park cent- more centrally and more, you know. But that, that, a lot of that's for visitors, right? Because, yeah, yeah. like, you guys have been around here a long time, so yeah. you, you know exactly where to park or where yeah. there's parking available. But yeah. to to your point, you, you know, Jesse, you say, you know, if I have someone that's going to meet me in uptown dinner or something like that, I'm like, yeah. just go to the structure. Yeah. I'll meet you yeah. over there, right? Yeah. Because especially with the street closed down, it's really mm-hmm. tough, you know, oh, yeah. for people to kind of figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's yeah the structure, and then we have um, the groves. Obviously, obviously not in uptown, but you know that's 750 homes. That's almost done. They are outpacing sales. You know they they're on a pretty conservative uh, development plan, um, and so they've outpaced all of that. I think yeah. they're they've every single building permit has been pulled for every single home wow. in that in that uh, in that development. You see, Staters is open, Canes in and out. Yeah. They're building those out pads with those multi-tenant facilities. Um, the gym next door is that's uh, you know under construction. They're starting uh, to build uh, uh, that food hall concept there. Yeah. Um, so I just drove through today. I was at Stater Rose today. I grabbed lunch over there and I drove through um, the groves. And every time I drive through there, it's amazing. Um, and yeah, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to go through the public areas with the, the big chapel and that. all that. That's just beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. Just, just the landscaping, too, in the front, that whatever pattern that is. Yeah, it, yeah. It just looks like. Like geometric. Just, uh, yeah. yeah. It looks like it's out of a magazine or something. It looks yeah. So, they've, yeah done, they've done a fantastic job. Yeah. 
Is there a completion date where you guys are expecting? We're like no more construction in that. No, yeah. I mean, I, I it wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they were completely done in the next eighteen months. Um, that's probably a little bit aggressive, but you know, by the way that they're going and moving gangbusters, I think that's pretty realistic. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, do you want me to just go through the go through? No, the yeah, keep yeah, going. Okay. Um, we have a project proposed. It is um, a a drive-through coffee place um, on with the office on top. A really good-looking building, right at the corner at where all those Skateland used to be. Uh, and so that we've been working with that developer for many years. Um, we are working with the new owner of King Richards. Nice. Um, and he's got some plans for some redevelopment there at King Richards. Really exciting. Um, and then, you know, there's a several housing, you know, you guys know about the Amazon Go, uh, convenience store yeah. at Ocean View and Whittier Boulevard. I, I do want to say a little, something a little bit about that. And, and this is a credit to this community. Amazon doesn't go anywhere, especially, you know, concepts like that for them. We have that, their market, which was not the first, but one of them in the area. But this Amazon Go is the first in the area. And so they have a metric. They, they, you know, they, they do all their analysis. And, the, and for some reason that we all know, well, not for some reason, the reasons that we all know, Whittier is very attractive to Amazon, big corporations like that. And so that says a lot about this community that, um, you know, Amazon, those types of folks are willing to invest in town. So we're, we're really happy about that. Uh, sorry, for those, yeah. if, if, uh, if Apple's listening, uh, follow on Amazon's footsteps and uh, open up a store somewhere yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, we Because we need it. Speci- yeah. Especially Uptown. If you're looking Uptown, I think it'd draw, it'd be a good draw. Oh, yeah, no. Apple stores <laughs> are like highly coveted. They're oh. like Trader Joe's, right? Yeah. yeah. Or Trader uh, Joe's, if you're listening, there's a Uptown location. Well, we're lucky we have Trader Joe's in yeah. town because a lot of, a lot of <laughs> yeah. cities don't. And, um, they, you know, we have a really good relationship with Trader Joe's. And, um, you know, I've worked for lots of communities that beg for Trader Joe's to come to town. So I know what it's like to not have one. So every time I'm in there, I I always make sure that they feel the love. Um, Lots of housing projects, you know, Blue Hills Nursery um, and some other, you know, the old Polly's Pies is going to be a small commercial commercial project. Um, We have... Sorry, and that was the one, the the previous site that was originally going to be a motel, right? Well, that's still going. It's the Polly's Pie is is just the one portion of it, the one okay. side of it. The other side is yet to be determined. We're still we we've got some pending litigation with you know the, the hotel and things. We're we're still going through that. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, hopefully, we'll have some resolution there at some point yeah. here in the near future. Um, we've got uh, you know a housing project uh, being proposed at the former Murray Calendars as we're starting to move east. That's right, um, and that's a big one, right? Forty-two units, um, and it, and in it. Uh, yeah, there, there, there's some folks that are not happy about it. Understand that completely. Um, again, it's a housing, you know, yeah. where housing wasn't before. And is it housing apartments, housing condos, or is condos, condos for sale? Condos. Yeah, okay. condos for sale. Um, Which is different than the one that was recently done on Whittier Boulevard and yeah. Ocean, Ocean View. Yeah, Ocean yeah. View, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that one's not quite done yet. Right? Or, no, it should be um, right on the north side of the street. School. Uh, right next to uh, what's the, the school? East. The apartments. On, next, next to East Middle School. Yes. On the north side of the street. That was apartments. Those are apartments. Yeah, yeah. Which is different. Yeah. And uh, the and the new project that's across the street from that, well, not directly across the street, uh, but on the south side, those are apartments as well. Okay. But these other projects primarily are for sale. Okay. Um, you know, attached condos uh, for sale. Um, and then we have um, Whitwood. Whitwood um, has applied for an, a, a project. Um, I proposed a project that's going to be include some housing and you know a movie theater um, and some other things nice. hotel down down on the east end. We're still processing through that, um, and you know just you know and those are like the things that the tangible things that you can see the non tangible things the city just approved you know the general plan which is like this this over this document that sort of guides development and does a bunch plus a bunch of other things in town and, it's, and that thing is updated like every 25 30 years so they just did it so we'll probably never see another one of those updates in our lifetime right yeah. well you guys might i recent? might not it was yeah it was, was october there... wow. october and um, to allow more development more housing or well so it's a great question so there's several elements within the general plan one of those elements is called the land use element and one another one is called the housing element okay the housing element 
has to be updated every eight years. Okay. And so, and, and so the housing element is approved by the city council, but then ultimately shipped off to the state housing community developments, the state housing authority, if you will, HCD, right? Yeah. HCD. And HCD then has to bless that document. Okay. So we sent it up there and they sent us a letter back saying, not good enough. Um, and so the, the regional housing needs assessment number, RENA, you'll hear that, right? Mm-hmm. Our number's 3,431 yeah. within an eight, eight year period. Now, let me, let me qualify that for all, all your listeners. That doesn't mean that we have to build 3,481 units. It just means that you have to show the capacity to be able to build that. Yeah. So through zoning, right? Like that's why we had to up zone or change the zoning and some, like the old Marie calendars, right? Mm-hmm. As 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 much as you know, folks don't like that, and I again, I get it. We had to show the ability to be able to build housing, you know, in place non non traditional places, because yeah. we weren't going to go to the single family neighborhoods and be like, okay, build what you want, right? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't going to happen. So that is, um, you know, something that we're having to deal with, and and it's really difficult for the public to understand that. And I have these conversations frequently with folks, and it just. It kind of is what it is, but we're doing our best to, you know, make sure that we do it thoughtfully um, because the last one we want, and this is the, this is like worst case scenario, right? Is that beyond the state taking money away from us and doing other things, the worst case scenario is a state coming into Whittier and building projects or allowing for projects to be built in areas where we have no control over anymore. Yeah. So we don't want that, right? And then we have all these other things that have come down, you know, like the. ADUs, accessory dwelling units, and those basically, you know, are permitted pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Garage conversions, as we used to call them, they're now allowed, right? Yeah, yeah. If they meet certain criteria. Um, we have this thing called SB9, Senate Bill 9, and that allows for single family, our residential, single family residential properties to be split, you yeah. know, uh, and two homes built. So we're dealing with all that stuff. Um, and, and, you know, um, financially, the city's in good shape. The city council, uh, probably two or three meetings ago, had a very, um, had a really good meeting about a surplus that we had from last year. Right? I mean, and thank you to the to the voters of Whittier for passing Measure W. I know there was a lot of concern about that, but yeah. you will see here in the next few years, we're going to upgrade pretty much every park in town. Parnell, Parnell, you know, Senator Archuleta gave gave the city like five million dollars. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to throw another four or five million dollars on top of that, and that park is going to be completely redone playground we're gonna you know uh, really spruce up the the zoo i mean what other city has a zoo right it's so awesome right we have a zoo and there's a senior center down there and so we're gonna add some multi multi uh, sports youth sports fields the council's priority was was growing youth sports in whittier from football to youth baseball to girls softball to soccer to look anything right and so we're going to partner with Sierra on a project, East Middle School on a project, all of the parks. We're doing park master, all, you know, all of that stuff. We're going to pump money in Uptown. Like I was, I was talking to you guys earlier. Um, well, well, Remo's close to Penn Park, so he's thinking if you could do a little extension <laughs> that goes to his house. You want to so brace he, your house, Remo? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's walking. I just want you to get rid of the weed smokers that come by. <laughs> just kidding. Call me on that one. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll send our, we'll send the PD over. Yeah, there. no, I'm just kidding. Um, but we do drive by Penn Park, and there's always a state. We live up, like literally a couple houses from Penn Park, and it's great. It's it's our. Yeah. We love going there. Penn Park is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially the tree line and the different types of trees. Yeah. And, you know, I want, and, uh, you guys bring up a good point about you know homelessness and and you know some of this illegal drug activity and stuff like that that's going on. You see more and more in town. Um, some of it is a lot of it is laws, existing laws, and yeah. things that have been an ability to enforce it. You're right, but our our guys are still out there. In fact, the, the council, you know, their number one priority um, during the entire discussion is public safety. And so, in a time where communities are doing are reducing budgets and doing things like that to public yeah. safety. The council just authorized four new four new police officers yeah. for Whittier, right? That's a million dollars. Yeah, it's a big number. And so, you know, we have we'll have four new officers, you know, um, um, out on the streets in Whittier. So homelessness, we we spend two and a half million dollars a year on that homeless navigation center there on Pickering, you know, down at five points of Pickering on Pickering. Yeah. But without that, 
um, you know, you can't provide, you can't provide the, the services and the shelter to the homeless folks in town. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you can't enforce your, you know, your regulations, your quality of life yeah. regulations. So there's lots of things that, um, you know, go into, to, you know, keeping a community feeling safe and looking clean that you just don't see because they just kind of happen. Yeah. Right. So lots going on. Yeah. No, and, and you see it. I mean, you see it around town in terms of like how much projects or how much work is going on. I was just in downtown LA recently, and uh, over there, I mean, there's cranes all over the place. Um, you know, at some point we talked about changing the logo from uh, from City of LA to a crane. It's just kind of, <laughs> you know. I was down there the other day for an LAFC game. Yeah. Um, so I was, you know, and I was we were cruising through downtown. I'm like, there's Everywhere. so many buildings yeah. going up. But that tells you in terms of what state we're in, right? In terms of the the economy and just the amount of housing that's required. Uh, you have the component of shortage of housing, but with housing comes everything else: entertainment, you know, wanting to cre- you know create a retail space, um, and and even public transportation. Which for a downtown area, it's big. I mean, that's kind of the biggest mode of transportation uh, in such a dense area. Um, I don't know if you want to touch on that, but I mean, we've been talking about the whole Metroline extension yeah. for several years already. Um, and I know still, it's still in talks, but you know, any update on that? Yeah, we just had a meeting. There's a couple things that remind me on the people mover, which was a priority for the council. Um, and that they're throwing, they're going to throw some, some funding at that basically is a, uh, a Whittier centric sort of fixed route system to get people around like the major entertainment nodes and, and collector nodes like Hellman and, you know, the shopping centers out east. Um, so we're, that's a priority. Um, and then the... And, and sorry, and that's like a little trolley kind of could idea? Be. It could be. I mean, trolley, I mean, there's... there's or, I yes, some, like, it's not it's not infrastructure that's going on the street. It's more... No. Yeah. yeah. Bus or... or Bus, or, yeah. And, you know, the goal is to have it, you know, be self-contained so there's no driver, right? The technology just isn't there yet. But um, that's... I think that's where we're headed. But in the interim, though, there's going to be a manned or a staffed you know, uh, vehicle or vehicles that are going to take people to where they need to be that, you know, um, are very sort of desirable, you know, through surveys and things like that. So we're working on that. Rima wants to offer his Tesla so he could uh, recoup. What kind that. of Tesla do you have? have S? S? Yeah. Yeah. Is it new? Uh, I've had it, no. It's four or five years I have had Great it. cars. Yeah. yeah. They're great. But the technology is not there. Even as, no. as much as I Autopilot? No. no. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm good saying you were going to drive it. No, if it's good if you're on the freeway with lanes and a yeah. car in front of you. It, it's great. Yeah. But anything else. My wife just got a three. And um, I'm bullish on the technology, man, in the car. It's it's really nice. But we'll see. Yeah. You know. Anyways, sorry. We digress. Um, so Line L. It used to be called the Gold Line. Now it's called Line L. Uh, just had a meeting with Metro this morning. Um like anything, like most of those projects, it's it's a funding issue, right? Yeah. It originally started as something to be done by 2028. That is not going to happen, for sure. Not going to happen. Um, so now they're looking at 2035. They're looking at bifurcating the project um, in phases, um, and so all of that um, leads me to believe that it's going to be a while before it gets to Whittier. Yeah. And so you know, funding is. You know, the key, right? In the first section of Line L from basically L.A. to Commerce area has to be all underground. And so that's expensive that's right. and timely just because yeah. they you know, are going to put a tunnel through. It's going to pop up somewhere in the Citadel. Yeah. Um, and then it comes above ground. It kind of heads down Washington all the way down in here to Whittier. We, we were coming down the <laughs> Citadel this afternoon together. Yeah. And the traffic got, what was it, one thirty ish one forty five A mess. Yeah, Middays. Yeah. It's a mess. Even, it's not even prime time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm hoping, you know, we'll see, you know, how that shakes out. And, you know, I, you know, I'll be honest with you guys. I was, uh, I worked in the city of Covina and the, uh, Azusa has a terminus station, right? Yeah. And so um, I, 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 I understand what it's like to have one and what the good and the bad, yeah. right? And so we'll see, you know, I'm looking for, I think the only real way we're going to fix our, you know, problems with traffic is you know have real viable public transportation options reliable safe Safe, you know um and in in going to places and having connectors so people can get to work that's the problem with la it's so spread out right i mean everybody's always critical of us like oh why can't you be you know have a more robust public transit system like new york and because new york and those places aren't are like a quarter of the size of us right i mean san fernando valley is 50 60 miles from us yeah yeah 
There's no real efficient way to get up there right Helicopter. now. <laughs> that's, that's it unless you're I mean, so Sunday, for the ultra rich yeah. it's easy yeah. Sunday at 3am then you get there quick, yeah. but anywhere else and forget about it yeah it's but it's an exciting project you know we, we in that general plan document I was telling you about um, we plan for a lot of uh, transit oriented development in and around that area nice. so we're imagining that you know that's where a lot of density could happen yeah. like if you look at Pasadena and those places mm-hmm. where they build all the housing around their, their, yeah. their stations their stops so we'll see. We're part of a coalition. It's called the Washington Boulevard Coalition. It's Commerce, Montebello, Pico Rivera, Santa Fe Springs, and us. And all you know, we've got council that are that sit on the coalition. Of course, Fernando Dutra uh, here, our council member here, is a Metro board member, so that helps nice. advocate for issues for the city of Whittier and, and the region. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I wish I wish I could give you more definitive on answer on when that was going to happen, but I'll tell you what. I was in Arca- I worked in Arcadia for seven years, okay, and we were working on the gold line in Arcadia, and I left Arcadia, and it was well before I started there. I left Arcadia in 2006. I think the line came through there in, like, 2018. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, you know, if that yeah, shows yeah. you that. It's a process, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it always starts with the planning, right? Just as long as you get the planet, planning installed and kind of get it going. Um, at some point, it's going to yeah. come to fruition. And you have to have the right people advocating for you. That too. And there's so many competing projects all in and yeah, around right. L.A. Yep. From, you know, you get pulled, I'm sure, in a thousand different directions with all the things you just said. Is there certain projects that you just prefer to do or like to do better than, say, some other ones? Yeah. I mean, like any Supervising job, right? any basketball games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, wish, I wish I could run the gym. Right? Um, I think that they, for me, um, where I often gravitate to, and this is probably to the detriment of our community development department, is I've got most of my career is coming up through community development. You know, yeah. I have a planning degree, you know, yeah. and so economic development is like what I like to do. I like to go out and you know, meet new businesses, you know, try to attract new businesses. I like to talk to our existing businesses. I like to, um, you know, I, I guess it's, it's it kind of goes all the way back to the, our, our first part of our conversation about the difference between the public sector and the private sector. To me, the closest thing to being in the private sector is economic development, yep. right? Mm-hmm. It is, yep. right? Because you're attracting folks and having these conversations and you know in some in some in some cases trying to subsidize you know businesses to come to town to the extent that you can now but like i'm an old redevelopment guy when redevelopment agencies were around Mm -hmm. and so that was like beautiful because it was just like you know being in the private sector so i often gravitate towards um um you know that that part of local government now, I know your follow-up question is like, what do you not want to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't no, say that. You know what's funny is that, uh, so again, we've, we've never met before, uh, you know, formally. And every time I would hear your name, it was like, yeah, we got to get Brian out of this department over here. Cause he's just, he's just too involved. Like he's, and I was like, and it was, it, it, but it wasn't a positive. You want to name their name? No, I don't say name. <laughs> but I'm always it, over there. But it was, uh, it was in a positive kind of, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Get Brian over here. Let's, like, he should get involved in here. Let's get this thing rolling, you know? But now that you're saying that yeah. in terms of your background, yeah. it totally makes sense. Cause. And they know it you, too. Yeah. You know, you, and I apologize every time cause I'm yeah. always over there. Cause you know what happens for me? And this will never change, ever, ever, ever. I've been doing this a long time, and I've got relationships with developers that I've worked with in other cities yeah. and, and builders and things. And they're going to call me directly yeah. because they have, like, they have my cell phone number, yeah. right? So they'll call me and say, hey, listen, you know, we have, there's, a, there's a project being proposed in Uptown right now outside of what we talked about. It's going to be transformative. Yeah. Awesome, right? Housing, some retail, awesome, right? So he called me direct. He's like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. I'm like, bring it. Come on in. So I put everybody together and, you know, I let them know, listen, I'm going to be involved in this. And they're like, okay. So I think people get it and I think they appreciate it. But I think it can be irritating as well sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Just be irritating. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. We're all irritating. As long as as it continues to move things forward. Because, you know, our frustration, Jesse and myself, I've, you know, built or developed some stuff here in Whittier. And and it's just sometimes the red tape of, you know, of, you know, waiting and, um, one of the projects, and, and this is not a knock at the city. I know there's, there was a time where it was kind of weird with COVID. I remember we submitted projects on on, uh, on a property, and what ended up happening is it was during that time where all of a sudden 
it, you guys went paperless, right? But no one communicated that. Mm. And so, you know, we would call every, check in every month, every month. Or like, oh, after three months, oh, we don't take, you have to resubmit them digitally. I think we talked, didn't we, about that? Um, did, it would have been. Uh. Like, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't think so. And then so that kicked out into a couple months. And so um, versus where it's like, how can we make this? You know, Mayor Eric Garcetti said something that, that I, I, I just always stands out. And he says, when you define reasons to say yes, then rules to say no. And I think that that's really powerful from a public city standpoint or from public service because a lot of times it's just like, oh, you can't do that. Well, tell me how I could do it, you know, versus. And I think sometimes, you know. Um, as a public servant, not necessarily you, just generally the, the mindset, because I was in public, I used to work at the register recorder office, so I, I came from that background. It's just, this is the way we've always done it. Yeah. And that is just, you know, it's not always going to advance the city. No, you're not going to offend me. Like, I hear it all the time, even from my own family, right? You know, <laughs> bureaucrat, bureaucrat, right? Yeah. And, and, and it's funny, and I laugh at that, because um, I would you want it. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, my thing is much like Mayor Garcetti, right? That is, um, and, and they know that they're over pretty much everywhere here in town, right? Or in, in, in city, city Hall, for the most part. And that is, there's always a way to do something. Yeah. Always. You may not yeah. like the way you have to do it, yeah. but yeah. there's always a way. Like, we don't get to say no. Like, I mean, if you're going to say, like, oh, well, you got to, we want to open up like a, you know, a, a, a nuclear plant, you know, <laughs> on Greenleaf. No, right? yeah. But there's still a way, yeah. right? The way is yeah. you got to do go through a code amendment and all these yeah. things, and you'll never get it. But there's a way. Yeah. And so our job is to basically help you find that way, yeah. and let you decide if it's yeah. what you want to do or not. That's one. Number two, what we're going to put in place here too is a very, very robust business ombudsman program. And that is to help businesses who are either in town or want to come to town or have questions about our process. We're going to go to one person, and they're going to help you be able to help you with everything, where you're at with planning, where you're at with fire. Because, you know, you go to LA County Fire, as you guys know. Yeah, yeah. months. Not fun. No. <laughs> and so all of these things, we're going to have, it's kind of like a one-stop shop. Yeah. So hopefully that will help screen some of those things. But, you know, for you guys and for any of you, you know, folks that are listening, if you have issues, just call me. Call me your city hall. What's your cell phone number? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, just, just at any time, if, you have, if you're having issues, call me because, you know, if I don't know about it or we don't know about it, we can yeah. fix it. Yeah. Right? So it's not going to happen overnight. We've been you know, doing things here for many, many years. Yeah. But hopefully, if you stand back and look at the trajectory, the trajectory it's going to yeah. yeah. No, it definitely has. And that's the thing, like like at least clients that I'm working with here in Whittier, that's it. That's always the approach. It's like making sure that again, I live here, I work here, my family lives here. Um, you know, I, I want to be able to kind of create something where you're gonna enjoy it. You know, you're gonna want to stay here. You want to, you know, have raise a family and so forth. Um, so the my end goal is not to make it worse. And so, and that's always the kind of, at least the mentality I have going into other cities too, you know? Um, but then you see other projects where you're like, what the hell are these guys thinking, you know? Like that's, that is, that there's no way that's going to benefit anybody other than the person doing it, yeah. right? And so, and I get it. I, I, why most, you know, city, uh, employees are, are more like kind of standoffish, you know, making sure we're doing things the right way. But it's always hard, right? Like where, where, how do you decide? How do you how do you choose right? And the only way to move forward is you gotta follow the rules, and that's always hard, at least for mine, because it's like I know I'm following the rules, but you know, but you gotta be careful because yeah. we don't want to let you, but then all of a sudden not let this other person in. So, right, right. And, and, and I think generally speaking, that's a good approach, right? Yeah. But also too, it should all it should always be you should never come to the county. Again, let's give them that one example, right? But you should never come to the county and hear, no, can't do that. Yeah. Because that's not the truth. Yeah. Right? Maybe you, hey, you know, that's, that's not actually permitted under the code right now the way that is. How about this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what would you think about that? Yeah. Right? Offer, you know, alternatives and ways to get you to at least close to where you want to ultimately end up being. So, yeah. you know, that's the goal. You know, we've got an unbelievable staff. And this is not, I'll tell you, I've worked for, again, six or seven different communities. I put together, you know, three or four 
department head teams, um, you know, through my time as a city manager, and our staff are from from our executive staff departments that are supervising every department within this organization, all the way down to our line staff, are incredible folks. Yeah. Who love Whittier, right? Whittier is a special place, as you guys know. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you how many times I go and we're talking about something just randomly in a completely different city. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I live over there. Or, yeah. My cousin, my uncle, my uncle. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, it's such a small world. Yeah. So, um, we're lucky. Yeah. I feel really blessed to be part of it. And, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, we'll get through it and the, the pandemic and come out on the other end and be stronger and, and better. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Remo, I know you're going to ask about your Wii shop, but you can't do it. Even though he said you can, you can't do it. Mm, the Wii shop. <laughs> just go to the yes, no. you're sold. Yeah, I'll t- I, I was telling you on the way yeah. back, there was some crazy stuff that happened in one unincorporated in Whittier. We'll talk offline. Can I tell you, I tell you something? Uh-huh. That area between Sorensen and basically the 605. Uh-huh. So there's a project there, too. Um, the pool? The big pool area? Sorensen? So, 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 so for, for you guys who didn't know, Whittier Boulevard through Whittier from the west end to the east end is still owned by Caltrans. Caltrans. Oh, okay. yeah. And so we're going through this process called relinquishment where we oh, sorry, take yeah. over Whittier Boulevard to be ours, right? Mm-hmm. It's really like a number, so we're negotiating. Mm-hmm. Um, so also in part of that is we're, we're contemplating annexing the majority of the, or all the commercial um, properties along Whittier Boulevard. So it's all, so when you get the freeway, yeah. It's all in Whittier. Yeah. Right? And so, I mean, and then, so if it's all in Whittier, but what you can do, the limits, they're endless. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can make, so when you're on a 605, which is basically the only freeway that you, you use to get here. That right? gets you here. Yeah. yeah. Um, you expect, you think that you're in Whittier when you get off the freeway, right? Yeah. And you get off, and you're like, what is this? Yeah. Right? Let me stop at that one, Chuck. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. that one. No, that one. Yeah, yeah. I think we counted like five. Yeah. Right? yeah. Which, by the way, to your listeners, are all not in the city. Yeah, yeah. tough. Yeah. But if we have the ability to own that and regulate it and use our code to you know, say what can and can't happen, yeah. it, it, it could be spectacular. Yeah. Meaning we can control the road improvements. Yeah. We can control what it looks like when you come into town. You know that, yeah. that, on that, that circular grass area or whatever it is, that yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah. Off ramp, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can. Well, no, on the off ramp of, of the freeway. Yeah. Oh, like, go to Orange yeah. County, right? Go, go, get off of those freeways, and you're like, how do theirs look so much yeah. nicer than ours do? Yeah, yeah nice gateways because you yeah. come in. Yeah. I mean, but we're, we could do that, yeah. right? And work with Caltrans and make it really look incredible. Yeah. You know, coming into town, and um, so it's those kinds of things, right? Again, I talked a little bit. That's there's there's tangibles there, right? But like, they're not like this the, the sexy development projects, yeah. but those things make impactful. Yeah. things on your life right so we've got a whole bunch of those kinds of things you know in the, do you in the, think in the uh, is it safe to put a date on where you guys might come a number and this might come to fruition is it years uh, out is it no it's not years um it's months okay. um and so we're before we have to make a decision yeah uh, and so you know as we keep plugging on um plugging our way through that you know we'll keep you guys updated I, and i don't want to do this once every two years with you guys i think it's great i think yeah. we should do it you know, as 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 often as you like, and I can give yeah. you these updates on these things. Yeah. Again, it's a lot of good updates in terms of what's going on. Uh, I mean, again, it's uh, we talked about a couple. You've only been here a couple years, and just to be able to speak about all this, I mean, it's a lot of new projects. Yeah, a lot of new work. So I'm glad that you guys are are you know still working through, even though there's a pandemic going on. You know, it's, no, uh, that's that's yeah, that's and that's probably the most. Um, I think impressive thing about, yeah. you know, the organization and, you know, the direction from the council is that, you know, you, you understand and you, you know, you, you feel for those folks that have been, you know, you know, hurt by the pandemic, but we got to keep going. Yeah. You know, we have a cycle, right? We have the yeah. cycle, this, mm-hmm. this building cycle. We can't miss it. So we got to keep going. Now you, you mentioned ADUs earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, is there maybe anything proposed to help streamline ADUs? Because a handful of the people that we have listened are just in our world yeah. have always asked about obviously yeah. ADUs and garage conversions. Yeah. And Jesse, from his time, I know we've done a couple here in the city. It's you know it takes two three months to get through the process. Yeah. We, 
Um, is there anything, because I know some cities, they have it to where if it looks like this, it's yeah. not necessarily over the counter, but it's... Pretty much. Uh, yeah. 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 Actually, um, garage, conver- garage conversions into ADs are a little different because there's more exploratory things that have to happen for yeah. footings and to make sure, sure. that, you know, you, it's, ha- it's habitable space. Yeah. But a new ADU, we are in the process of designing four different architecture designs, and we'll have those plans for you. So you can use our plans. And if so, that's probably I don't know. We should have something by the end of summer when it because we're having someone design it maybe sooner. So then that should significantly speed up the process, um, because we've got you know all the all the specs you know the, the the cut sheets and things that you need as a builder to to build an ADU and then all the approved architectural plans. I think there's like four. And would the idea be come in? Pay for your plans and go build tomorrow. Well, you couldn't do it that quick. You need a site plan for your own particular yeah, property, right. but but essentially it'd be very streamlined, right? right? Um, now and then again, it, it comes to this. It comes to just a, a resource allocation, right? And where you fall in the queue. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we hired a new plan. We've hired a couple of new planners, and you know, just so things I think over there are going to are, are going to be streamlined, and you know, we're going to be moving things in a different direction, um, so that you know. Um, Connell McNamara, he left and he went, you guys know Connell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He ended up going to La Palma and that was probably about a mm, year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And so during this interim period, I hired a, a guy on uh, in an interim basis. His name was Jeff Adams. He had worked here for a long time. Yeah. So he put a lot of the stuff into place, started. And then now Ben Pongetti, who's been here for a long time, he is the interim. Um, and, uh, so he's continuing with that momentum, but, yeah, you have just a little bit of patience with us because, you know, we've got so many applications um, for projects and, um, you know, we are we're significantly more streamlined on the building and safety side of things. Um, we hired a couple more building inspectors, one contract, one full-time. We actually have an in-house plan checker now. He He's actually – he does both. He's a, a senior inspector and a plan checker. So the small stuff like you're talking about, inside. We don't have to send it out anymore. So all good things. Um, but again, it, it, you know, it's like, it's like turning a, we call it turning a, uh, an aircraft carrier, not a speedboat, yeah. <laughs> not the Titanic, bro. It's not going to sink, yeah. but, uh, yeah. It's not going to sink. Yeah. <laughs> well, you and I are going to be yeah. on the, at the bow of the ship, you know? No. Um, Hold so, me. yeah. So it, who's rolls and who's, uh, yeah. <laughs> so good times though. Good. A lot, uh, lot of exciting things. Definitely. Definitely. No, and again, appreciate you, uh, extending that invitation that we could do this most more often. Because it's always great to have, you know, an update. Um, I mean, you, you got, you know, weekly or, or bi-weekly council meetings, but, you know, to be able to kind of get it more specific. Yeah. Uh, it's always and great. And get to be able to ask questions, too, yeah, which yeah. is an important yeah. piece. Because sometimes those meetings, it's tough to actually get one-on-one kind of questions. Yeah. You yeah. Know? At council meetings, unless the agenda, the item is specifically yeah. agendized, you can't. But you guys can call me anytime, and you know, come over and, and see me. And oh, you, you know. should you shouldn't say you shouldn't say that to Remo. Yeah, no. he's gonna be. Well, uh, you'll be our you'll be our Wednesdays, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, we'll see after a couple yeah. Wednesday. Like, don't call me again. I gotta. I be gotta like, yeah, hey, Jesse, don't bring Remo around yeah, yeah. here anymore. He's, he's, you're welcome, but too, not Remo. too much of a bully on the basketball court. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, I know we're we're trying to be as much serious as we can because it's you know important in terms of the updates. But I guess trying to get a little bit more fun here uh, towards the end. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up with a couple of winter questions. Uh, right. If there's a place or places without throwing some of your favorites, but what are some of your go-to eating spots around here? Maybe an adult beverage or coffee? Yeah. Where do you yeah. normally people see you? Um, Monarca, Lyft um, are my coffee spots. Of course, Starbucks over here when I need something quick. Um, food spots. I love Azabu. I love Cali Grill. It's like a staple, right? Um, orchards, um, mimosas, um, the original pancake house, um, just to name a few. We, we like for, for our meetings around here, we have a, you know, a lot of off the hook and grub. Um, I like to go everywhere, you know, um, cocktails, you know, I don't do much of that in town. Um, you know, for me, it's it's. Uh, I'm a wine guy, so. But you know, breweries. I like. I love Bodega, and yeah. um, and um, I love Woody Brewing, um, and so I think they've done great jobs there. Of course, breakfast at, at Crepes and Grapes, um, and so, yeah. I you know, it, it's to me, it's it's when we open a nice wine bar, I'll be. I, I used to love the Bottle Room. 
Yeah. You know, and the yeah. one, you know, the pandemic hit and they, and I actually knew him, one of the owners, two firemen, right? Yeah. LACD firemen, Brandon, Brandon, I forgot his last, Ibrahim or something. And, uh, um, I used to love the bottle room. So just by quick reference. So I, I lived in town. I owned, I owned a house over on second street between college and Mar Vista. I'm sorry. in Michigan, um, like it was for like three or four years or two years, three years in, uh, 2012 to like 14, 15. And I would have stayed, but I became the city manager in San Fernando and it was 54 yeah. miles. Yeah. Yeah. You know that, right? It's, it's, it was brutal. Yeah. It was yeah. brutal. And it's not an easy commute. No, it was no. it was west traffic going in, yeah. and it took me an hour and a half to get to work, and like almost two hours to get home every night. So then, um, then I moved in with my now wife. Um, so we lived on Pioneer in those condos off Pioneer, just south of Beverly, Beverly yeah. off the six hundred five. Yeah. So we had a condo there for like uh, two or three years. So I, you know, got to experience the west side, the east side. I love phology. We see that all the time. Yeah. Um, Good places, lots of good places. And are you still in the city now? Or? No, I don't. So my personal situation this is maybe too much for you guys, but <laughs> TMI. But I, I, I'm on open book, yeah, so go ahead, lay on the couch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I have, uh, um, I'm divorced, so I have two kids, mm-hmm. uh, and so they go to school in another community, and so I have a place there until my youngest, who will be 13 this year, is out of high school. Uh, once he's out of high school, which is going to come five years, right? Um, I will then, um, you know, I'd love to, to move to town. I'd love to join the club and play golf. And it's just, it's just a great place. Great place. Is is it safe to say he would be married with kids before the Metro project comes in? I'm already married, but no more kids. No, no, him, 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 your son. Your son. Uh, (laughs) Just kidding. I'll I'll be honest with you. Um, That's too quick. He's like, no, (laughs) too soon. No, no, he, 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 he will be married and have kids probably before the, the, (laughs) if I were a betting man. Yeah. 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 That's Uh, funny. Now I know you said you, hold on before you go. So, uh, there's a. I, I'm not a wine guy, yeah. but everybody keeps talking about this place down the street called Sala, which is um, it's Where the on uh, Pain. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is supposed to be a wine place um, and coffee and, and coffee. Beer. Yeah. So it's oh, a coffee really? shop yeah. in the morning, and then you can enjoy oh, your we wine. Go. And, yeah. 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 Unless you like enjoying your wine in the morning, but yeah. it's, <laughs> they, not yet. <laughs> I haven't been there, but it's supposed. To, anyways, if, yeah. if you ever well, good. good to know, get a chance, you yeah. know, check it out. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. And then, isn't there a place across the street from Spin Lounge? That that brewery that sells yeah, beer. Yeah, but it's not water? a. I mean, it's, it's more like, like a liquor store, like a yeah, nice yeah, liquor, liquor store. store. Yeah, it's like a liquor store. Yeah. Almost, yeah. yeah, it's a pretty liquor. Which, store. which, no, which yeah, by yeah. the way, I love Liquor Mart. So yeah. Now, is there certain memories that you have of Woodier? That when you think Whittier, obviously now that you're back physically here in, yeah. in this capacity, but just generally speaking, when someone says Whittier, what kind of comes to mind? I taught my son to ride a bike at Michigan Park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Um, so I've got really fond memories of Whittier because my, my kids were young when yeah. we were here. And so, you know, um, I had a great piece of property and um, just the family time that I, you know, I remember um, living over on the over on Second Street. Um and then, of course, you know, you, you uh, what always comes to mind is hiking up in the hills, golf, um, and, you know, it, it's, to me, it's, you know, in some of the kind of the negative things, like, I remember the, 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 the many, many, you know, hours of public meetings over drilling for oil in the hills. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you don't get that everywhere, because there's not any no, other community no in the else. area that has yeah. that. So... Whittier is very special in that way, right? We have a landfill, yeah. right? And so um, there's not many other communities that have that. And so those things, you know, good and bad, right? I think the only thing we're missing is a, is like an actual beach. I yeah. think we have everything but yeah. the beach. Just open up green leaf and just run the water. <laughs> yeah, no, let it run. <laughs> the green leaf lake is going to That's happen. right. That's right. Hopefully never. But Yeah. <laughs> now, with Jesse's point, is there one thing that you think Whittier is missing that you would like to see here? Maybe other cities you've been or communities you've been in that you said, hey, I wish we had this or more of this maybe. Yeah, I, I wish that we – two things, right? Um, I think – I wish that we were more diverse um, when it comes to dining opportunities. Um, I think we've got a lot of Mexican. We've got a lot of, you know, quasi-Asian, you know. But there's so many other cuisines, you know, out there that 
I think would be do really well in Whittier. You know, I hear all the time about, you know, Korean barbecue in yeah. those places. And, you know, um, the Asian population is growing, especially over at the groves, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think on the retail side of things, um, what what I like about Whittier, but I think we're all we're also missing is is that we've got a good blend of like the big boxes, which are all dying, by the way, right? I mean, yeah. this, that kind of retail is going going by the way, it's falling by the wayside. But I'd like to be more diverse, you know, in our mom and pops, um, toy stores, bookstores, things like that. Um, so those are all things on the ED part on, the, on our ED plate. Trying to trying to, try to get those things back. Uh, but you know, I could probably list a whole bunch of other things that I think we're missing. But now, but I know in the back of my mind we're going to have them very soon, yeah. <laughs> right? So it uh, it. it Overall, you, you got very satisfied in, in, on all of this stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, like I told you guys about all of our youth sports facilities yeah. and parks and things, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Jesse, do you remember maybe the top five things that people have shared that we can maybe share with him? Yeah, yeah I'd maybe. love to hear it. Well, yeah. So, so the big well, one of the big ones was always uh, creating a uh, a big park like a uh, recreation facility. Yeah. Where you can have soccer, multiple sports in right? the works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was one. The second one was a, a concert venue. Yeah. Um, something where where people could actually go and and see big performances, and, um, and not big to like the Rose Bowl, but just an, uh, like a concert hall that could okay. hold five hundred people. Or yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, above and beyond our uh, the community center theater. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've Bigger. we've kind of thrown out the uh, uh, Ruth B. Shannon. Um, oh, love it. Which I think that one they were saying even bigger to where I don't know how big that is, but they're always yeah. a little bit bigger. Love it. Um, the Skateland, other one, we have had a lot of yeah, people say bring Skateland, Skateland, but I think that's more just like nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Else. Well, that one also ties into just having stuff for like the teenagers, teenagers, yeah, to be able to do. I mean, you talk about you know skateboarding along Greenleaf and just having an outlet for for kids to be able to do stuff and keep them entertained. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? Uh, with, uh, uh, parks. I forget what the other ones were, but I think those those were like the top yeah. items that. Uh, well, that's great because it seems like we're on the right track, then, right? Kathy Warner did say Nordstroms. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's going to be maybe when the train comes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger Burlington, I think, is for me. <laughs> no, it, it is, again, those are probably the top ones, but uh, it's it's always one of those things where, like, depending on who it is and who you're talking to, they have different kind of perspectives. Um, but yeah, man, if, if you could just get a big recreation facility, it's, yeah. uh, that'd be awesome. That's in the works. Nice. And I promise you guys that, you know, we, it's, it's actually going to be spread out throughout the community, but, uh, um, you know, we're, we're talking with the, you know, Sierra, with the, 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 um, Whittier up to Whittier high school district mm-hmm. about nice. Sierra, you know, that field behind them yeah, repurposing yeah. that. So yeah. nice. it was a priority for the council. So it's going to be good. Really nice. good. Very cool. Very cool. Brian, well, Brian, thank you for coming on. Thank you, boys. Yeah. I appreciate I appreciate the opportunity. And yeah, don't no, uh, let's let's not make it another two years before yeah. we talk again. That sounds like a plan. We got our recording here. Yeah. So, and for the um, listeners out there, um, I'll let you know how Remo is the next time we talk. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be bruised up. And yeah, my other hand will be tore up. <laughs> yeah. No, right. You mentioned uh, obviously to reach out to you here at City Hall. Yeah. What would be the the number or the email or sure. what would be the best sure. kind of preferred method? So you can call 562 area code 567-9301. That's direct, my direct office line. Or email me at bpsyche, so B, S like Sam, A like Apple, E like Edward, K like Kite, I like India, at cityofwhittier.org. Perfect. Nice. And again, we'll, we'll uh, schedule this out for the next one. And with that said, thank you again. Thank you, boys. Yeah. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you there, Whittier. Bye, Whittier.